The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, you're listening to The Chaser Report with Charles and Dom, who aren't here right now because they're currently fleeing Russia. With more on that in the days to come. In the meantime, my name is Lachlan. Thank you for sticking with us today as we have another throwback episode. And this one's one that I'm particularly fond of because it's coming from our War Stories treasure trove. Yes, War Stories, that series that we did last summer, the summer of 2022, where we took a look at some of the classic chaser stunts from the old TV show days. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a fair chance that you're a fan of those old TV shows. I know that I am. I am a fan of this company before I am a worker, is what I'm putting on my tax return this year. Now, it's a question that we always get asked whenever we meet another Chaser fan. What is your favorite Chaser stunt? Now, my favorite was the Shaw Rowing Fund sketch. Now, to call it a sketch is actually to do it a miscredit because it was a sketch. It was a song. It was a stunt. It had people filming overseas and it took down a private school. So really, it had everything in it. Charles and Dom chat to Chris and Craig in this episode to find out how it all got put together and why on earth the ABC agreed to do it. All of that is coming up right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Charles Firth and I, Dom Knight, here once again with Chris Taylor and Craig Rucastle to full house today. Four mics. Hello. Yes, great to be, great here. To be here. How are you going? <laughs> uh, How is the start of this so oh, awkward? It's supposed to be an why? easy like, you guys summer are broadcasters. Yeah, You've not mastered the art of a, a hello, welcome to the show. Mm. Now, today we're talking about bang. There's all, why is there always awkwardness at the start of every so, one of these? You've got to, don't you understand? Haven't you listened back to the great interviews of Chris Taylor and Triple J yeah. of bands there? <laughs> seamless, <laughs> seamless things. Always just, and where Chris would ask these brilliant questions about albums he'd never heard. <laughs> <laughs> movies he'd never seen, books he'd never read, but never, never was there a moment of doubt. No. In, like mm. Sometimes he would convince the people. They'd be thinking, sitting there thinking, I don't remember acting that part in the movie. But Chris was so convincing, mm. they just went to go along with it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Sam Worthington started to believe he probably was in uh, My Fair, Fair Lady. But that's possible. Maybe, maybe the problem here is with you, you're too well prepared. You're too, mm. you're too across your brief, so yeah. you don't have that Dutch courage that I think we had to bring to Triple J. We we just bluffed every interview with a band, <laughs> whereas you're sort of intimidated by the knowledge and familiarity you have with your oh, material. Yes, that you don't know it. where to begin. Yes, no. paralyzed oh, by. No, I, yeah. no I, I'm just paralyzed by the fact that you know we're podcasters, right? So. Mm. 
the tradition in podcasting is the Joe Rogan thing, where you talk about yourself for about an right. hour and a half. Oh, yes. oh, at the start of the episode. Before you yeah. actually even mention that you've got kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we should sit back, Chris. So we yeah. should sit back. Yeah, that's right. But also, I'm glad we're keeping the thing, which is what all podcasts do, which is have sort of awkward side chat before you get into the episode that mm. people want to skip, but mm. then don't, because yep. they're not sure when the episode actually I'm just starts. really so. proud that you've been able to get together a, a podcast that's Brought together four male voices because uh, it just doesn't seem to happen a lot four, in the podcast world. Four male comedians. I mean, yeah, recent. It's a new format. Yeah. We'd invited Gabby actually to be part of the first couple with Chaz, and she was just like, "I love those shows, but no, it's our own." <laughs> so anyway, Gabby's still standing in line for a PCR test in yeah. Queensland, so it's fine. I fear so. Um, but look, today we have um, one of the most beloved things that we've ever done to, to discuss, and. Chris, good on you for mining your uh, your schooling, your education in the services of uh, of a stunt. Yeah, this is the um, the shore rowing shed stunt, which was in the first episode of season three, which was actually a very poorly received episode. Um, we'd, we'd taken a year off, I think, between season two and three, and I think some of you guys did a live tour. I tried to write a sitcom that never went anywhere. And there was a lot of expectation for the show's return um, a year later. And we'd sort of come out of the blocks. Just, I think the, f- the, first, uh, the first item was a piece you've talked about in this series was the, the Vatican blimp, mm. which, which people felt said, a bit was underwhelming. A good story. It was a good story behind the scenes. Terrible piece it, of television. Not, not great TV. And the, the sketches didn't quite land. But the... I don't know, we, we just sort of overthought it or, or the audience was expecting more APEC or something. But we, either by design or by... <laughs> by Shitness. Yeah, failing skills, um, delivered something that didn't go down that well. But the one thing people did seem to like, and I must admit I was, um, it's literally close to my heart because it's a rare example of where we did draw in our lives. I think Chaser was a weird sort of show where... You know, unlike Hamish and Andy or something where it's all about their lives and what they're doing and mm. they really draw on, you know, personal experience. The Chaser was, wasn't like that. People didn't really know anything about us. They would have made some assumptions that were pretty close to the mark. But nothing. very few pieces were based on our, our personal lives or our, our pasts. And this sort of broke the mold from that. I mean, it, it, you know, <laughs> I don't mean to, to it's say a comedic it, premise. Though. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't like a memoir, like the Diary of Anne Frank or anything. But it was. Um, <laughs> but it was. People, people may have assumed that the Chaser were a was, bunch of Ponzi I, private school boys, but it wasn't confirmed yeah, yeah, yeah. until Chris <laughs> until Taylor Chris brought this. I story. finally had the bravery to admit. Yes, I went to a private school, but uh, Charles was really good at this in the newspaper in in translating personal anger into you know satirical comedy. And the, I, I always just sort of read newspapers looking for things to be angry about, but I wasn't really that angry about them. But I was genuinely angry every month when I'd get these, uh, I think they're called old boys' notices, or there was like <laughs> it, that's what they, it's a letter from the school you went to with sort of reports on how the school's going in in rugby and what what uh, sort of what how the gardens are going that well, they've put y- in years later. 
Oh, yeah. Indefinitely, you're on the mailing list. Barrel, <laughs> barrel high does not send these out, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like they send anything going, uh, yeah, the one football field has still got no grass on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I went to this school called Shaw, which is... There have been no achievements this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they put it... Hey. It might not have been monthly. It might have been quarterly. But it was... It was basically a bit of an update on how all the sporting teams, it was always just about sport, but there was always on the back page this sort of cap-in-hand article about please remember us in your will or please... (laughs) 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 Like, like, I'm only 35. (laughs) (laughs) They'd seen how you eat. (laughs) (laughs) But if if you don't remember us in your will and have a little bit extra now, please, we're trying to build a new rowing shed <laughs> for our, our our eight, our, which is what they call the rowing eight, and they think it's getting a little bit shabby, the current one, so we'd like to build a new one. And the yeah. you know the facilities at these places are world class. Yeah. They have theatres better than anything Kate Blanchett has ever performed in. <laughs> like, the quality of their musicals, their pools, their gyms are... Olympic standard, mm. and oh, so that's, that's unfair, Chris. They'd had this rowing shit for a few years now. <laughs> yeah, mm. that was back from at least five years. Yeah, yeah. so they, the f- five years they thought, oh, it's getting a bit uh, shabby. So we need money for a new one. And I just got the shits about that. And so it was a rare example of pitching something to the group of, can we just do something which makes fun of the proportional Mm. (laughs) outrageousness of a private privileged school that gets funding from the government as well as so many school fees and all the other avenues of wealth that has pouring in that they're still asking old boys for money compared to all the things you could be spending your disposable charity dollar on. So the idea was... I think it was three steps. And I should say, this was a sketch. Yeah, it was a sketch it was with a, a stunt in it. It was a sketch with a stunt element and an original Andrew Hansen song as well. So why I love yeah. this piece. It was quite mm. an ambitious in its scope. It's a mixture of all parts of the show, actually. It was. It, it, yeah, that's really true. Because individual episodes might have had a sketch, a stunt and yeah. a song. But it was a, an example where we tried to put all those three themes into one piece. It had an international shoot built in because we were so lucky to be generously funded by the ABC for this third season it was like it was it was generously uh, resourced um, well, the irony of it is when you say it was generously resourced let me just say this that we went to South Africa because we could get an extra step on our round the world ticket for no extra price we stayed at my uncle and aunt's house in South Africa we literally like I remember, I remember thinking back to this and Trent O'Donnell who's the director on this has gone on to you know direct, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all that kind of stuff. And Amazing he, LA director. Yeah, he's, he's great, great, well, great director with us. And at the time, he just slept in a spare room at my uncle's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think back and go, I wonder if he looks back and goes that. I get treated slightly better. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Chaser Report. So the premise was we should ask the needy to help fund 
uh, the shore rowing shed. So it was sort of a very sarcastic piece of going. In the first instance, we went to a, a cancer ward and for fun fact, it was the same. We actually shot that bit in the same day we shot the infamous Make-A-Wish oh sketch. It was the, the same ward, again, with another actor playing a cancer victim, this time an adult. We asked him to donate to the shed. We then went to the block in Redfern in Sydney, which back then, um, unlike now, uh, was exclusively Indigenous mm. and it was sort of where the Aboriginal community thrived and, and lived. And so we went in there with permission. Like, you know, it, yeah. was, it was all a scripted sketch and with producers and per- like shooting permits and stuff and asking in the Indigenous community to give to the, the shore rowing shed. <laughs> and then the big third step, which was just the, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that, was... It, it, well, why don't we play it? Because yeah. in, in, in the piece, it's pitched to Somalia, and then Craig can talk about how we actually shot it. On the foreshore of Sydney Harbour stands one of Australia's most prestigious schools. The Sydney Church of England Grammar School, or Shore as it's often known, boasts some of the finest sporting grounds and facilities of any school in the world. As an old boy of Shore, I'm very proud of the school, and... I always try to stay abreast of what they're up to and so forth. And I was quite uh, distressed to read an item in their recent newsletter here requesting donations to help them build a a new rowing shed. I knew at once I I couldn't possibly live with myself if I just sat by and did nothing. Enlisting the help of friends, Chris went cap in hand to a terminal cancer clinic to speak to the patients about the schoolboy rowers' plight. Look, I'm sure you're probably in a little bit of pain right now, but I'm just wondering if you wouldn't mind helping out the Shore Rowing Shed Fund? (laughs) Determined to widen their fundraising efforts, Chris sought to raise awareness among Australia's Indigenous communities. While another volunteer, Craig Rucastle, travelled to Somalia to run education campaigns about the rowing shed crisis in Australia. We've had a really great response here in Somalia. Everyone's been really generous and uh, understood the plight of Shaw's rowers. They've done really well and this is just one African country. On January 18th this year, Somalia's biggest names in music got together to put on a live concert to raise money for the Shore School Shed Relief. There's a river I have been to where schoolboy hearts have played. From Australia, just trying to collect some money. I, I don't have any guns. You haven't got any money for that? But they're in a very old rowing shed from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> To the shore rowing set for the GPS. Trying to do a parody of Live Aid, Shed Aid in Africa. on a plaque where we actually put a plaque on the actual shore rowing shed which funded by the families of Somalia or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah I, I, I do really I'm re- really quite proud of this piece because yeah, it's it's, it's sort of it is something that shits me about these private schools and mine in particular and just the commitment again to yeah, yeah. to not just sort of 
you know, maybe in early chaser we would have just ended it at, you know, one of those local steps of going to hospitals or, mm. or to an Indigenous community. But to then go to Africa, <laughs> the, home, the, the genuine home of famine and, yeah. and the needy. It, it and, was, um, and, and to see, so how was, because uh, I wasn't on the shoot. No, yeah. How was, did, what part of it was scripted sketch and how much was stunt? It was, it was a very, uh, it was, it was an interesting shooting experience to be honest because we had like a day and we had a local fixer but we went to Soweto and basically just it, outside of Joburg yeah, South just, Africa, yeah. yeah. so the, the, the African township uh, outside of Joburg which has come a long way but it's still you know it, it's still uh, you know uh, there's a lot of poverty there and we hadn't it wasn't lined up so basically you'd written a sketch and I then had to go and find people in the Soweto township and try and get them to perform what you wanted to do and did, did things like, you know, so the part there where I did door knocked and somebody answers, we didn't, that's not set up. Like I literally went around door knocking. and just, real. So it was real. So we did it as if it was a real thing and asked them to do it to Shore Rowing Shed. And, of course, you got really natural responses that way because they were like, are you talking about? <laughs> but it and was then there's bits where we, we'd obviously taken over props like the shore boater, yeah, and and, and we got and, local and rowing people. oars, and, yeah. and that was I guess more scripted. Yeah, but but we basically went in with the fixer, and I we just got the fixer and I go and talk to people and go, hey, do you want to be involved in this sketch for Australian television? And I had some money trying to kind of get people in and pay them a little bit. But it was very awkward at times because people would like, we had these people I remember in a in a in a Bucky a, a Ute and so Bucky who. And they were all kind of going along together and we got them involved and I kind of gave the guys driving some money to give to everyone. And then later somebody came back to me and said, how come you didn't give me any money? I was like, well, we, he's meant to give it to you. It was this whole kind of <laughs> right. thing. And not only that, right near where we did the door knock, it got quite tense at one point because there was a little bar there that kind of got tense to the point where there was like a brawl happening there and we had to get the fuck out of there quite quickly. Right. So it was a... It was a. You didn't cause the brawl. No, no, no not no, at all. No. But it was just a thing where you know the local fixers was like they were I just fighting we over who gave more money to right. the, the short run. Right. 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 Yeah, it was a pride thing. King's school. Yeah, but it was it was a it was a wonderful day, and everyone that played along was awesome. There was all these great kids, and you know, wearing short rowing shirt things and that. But it was a. I remember being there and going. We've bothered to we've added on this extra stop on the way home. A continent nowhere near any of the other shoots. Any of the other shoots. Mm. So we're basically And also nowhere near Somalia, let's be quite clear. <laughs> yeah, <though. laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we we were misleading. Yeah. We, we would have been true commitment. But we literally were there because I my I was born in South Africa. I've got relatives there. We literally just were bunking down with relatives of mine. Right. We had one day there to shoot this thing. And it wasn't all pre-prepared. It was just kind of going there and going, okay, Chris wants this to happen. <laughs> Let's see if we can fucking make this happen in the day we have that. It was, it was fantastic. It was a really it, fun it day. It came together so well. I was yeah, really, really pleased with it. And it's, it's sort of it's been interesting um, since that's gone mm. out because often, you know, younger kids who went to shore – Love it. Like it was, you know, it was mm. actually amongst the students it was really, really popular and they absolutely yeah. got the satire and shared shared the opinion. And and they got all the money. And, and they yeah. got a new row engine. Yeah. But <laughs> the, what's interesting um, is that the school itself hated I it. can imagine. Because oh, I, yeah. I was always a little bit jealous of everyone else in the chase. Not jealous, but it, I noted that you guys tend to go back to your old school to talk to students about the chaser or about I think this is the grammar people oh, not, not me I think yeah. like Jules and certainly you Dom mm. and Chaz I know you've all done yeah. speaking engagements which are lovely and I'm you know you're always happy to do them mm. um, Shaw has never 
asked me back and is actually even when I've sort oh, of really? there were a couple of times we needed locations for other shoots like down the track for Hamster Wheel we needed like a science lab mm. or a school and and we get for some reason a, a researcher on the show who wasn't aware of the history of the tension between Shaw and me um, <laughs> just said can we That's can correct. we shoot in your lab and they said is this the chaser no, Chris Taylor said some very rude things about us on air, slammed the phone down. Oh. And it's, wow. sort of, it's sort of, dude, like yeah. it's a joke and <laughs> it just sort of compounds their reputational problem. Like yeah, that yeah. they can't yeah, even... But also you raised awareness of the uh, rowing show. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is put it on the national agenda. Yeah. They're probably too busy spitting on poor people or something. <laughs> yeah, well, it did become the school that, yeah, started... Oh. That was <laughs> that's right. That was that wasn't a random thing. That was a real reference. That was a muck up day. No, that was a muck up day. Just a few mm. years ago, they. It, it, it's they, good to see. They yeah. had a muck up day where they, they, one of the points was for to spit yeah. on poor people, and then the reaction by the parents was not to go, "Oh, that's terrible, what I've done," but it's, "How dare you impugn the reputation of our kids?" By reporting. Yes, the, yes. The, their anger was with the reporting. That, yeah. that is good to see there, again, that they've learnt the lesson of the satire yeah. of Shaw yeah. Rowing. No, and it's very really. it's impressive that you, you, took the, um, you took the issue to a television program with an audience at the time of over a million people and they still learn nothing from it. <laughs> so well, well done to Shaw. Our from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.